Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Fashion Archives, where we are building a community of fashion kids that like to exchange information about the fashion industry. Today we're going to dig into vintage shopping and vintage fashion, hence the title, but it's going to be a little bit more personal. I want to talk a little bit more about my history with vintage shopping and how vintage turned me into the person that I am today. I know that secondhand is a little bit of a trend right now and I'm very happy to see that happening because it kind of really is the only real sustainable way of shopping and consuming fashion. The best way is to buy something that has been already produced rather than things that are being produced nowadays. And to be completely honest, most of the coolest things have been already produced, like a leather jacket. There's absolutely no reason to buy a real leather jacket that it's new. It won't be as special as a vintage one and it won't be as sustainable, obviously. But actually, my story with secondhand shopping and just consuming secondhand uh, fashion has started when I was a kid. For those who don't know, I was born in Romania and I was born in the post-communist era of Romania which was kind of tough to grow up in and we would not have proper shops like fashion shops clothing shops we would just have uh, secondhand shops where people from different other countries would send clothes like donate clothes so basically they were kind of like charity shops i'm not really sure how the whole situation was in the rest uh, of the country but in my little hometown in the heart of Transylvania was really fashion was not happening okay so basically that's where I started to actually just yeah get into digging in a huge amount of used clothes and it was quite fun it was an activity that I would do with my grandma which was the one who was always looking for um homeware as well as some clothes for kids so I would just spend the time with her like that my grandma is a sewer not professionally but out of necessity she learned how to sew and she has a really old sewing machine which is kind of fascinating to look at today it's still working by the way and she would readapt the clothes that uh, we would find in secondhand stores keep in mind I was around like four or five when I was kind of like being introduced to all of this. The best thing that I could do to also help my grandma is to find clothes in mint conditions. So that's really where I started to develop this um, capacity of, I guess, digging and just uh, finding stuff that it's that looks quite new and learn about materials, like how things feel. I don't know if you have ever been to a flea market or like if you have shopped dig really into like a whole amount of clothing and you just have you don't have time right so you have to kind of start to analyze like touch how it feels to know that you have to pull out that item because it's an actual good one so yeah that's basically what happened so kind of like my passion for clothing and yeah just fashion in general was um, kind of developing at the same time my aunt which was a teenager at the time started modeling for some local designers it's so funny to look at at the photos like it's just the funniest thing ever actually I think I will share them uh, on my Instagram pretty soon because I just went home to Romania and I found like a whole box of these like fashion shows very amateur but like still yeah still quite um 
interesting to look at. So I was kind of being introduced to like the fashion itself. And then um, after a couple of years, I moved to Italy for a better life. Like everyone else who moved those years uh, from Romania to somewhere else in Europe or the world. And I kind of lost for some years um, the track of that because I obviously got introduced to stores of fashion. Like Italy is obviously one of the best countries in Europe when it comes to that. And I just kept from time to time selling at flea markets, buying some things at flea markets. And I realized that I would find, even if the stuff was used, I would find cooler and more unique pieces. Keep in mind, I was still traveling to Romania, obviously to visit my family, the rest of the family that was there. And I was still kind of like going to these stores and buying a lot. I would leave Italy with like an empty suitcase and come back with a full suitcase of secondhand clothing that I found in charity shops in Romania. In general, even today, if you've been to Romania, if you've shopped through these second hands, you know they are the ones who have the biggest treasures that you can find. It's hard to explain because these stores are very old today. They're very chaotic, but at the same time, the stuff that people that work in fashion or consume fashion uh, on a daily basis are interested in, that like this audience is not there. So you would be able to find things because locals would never buy these things. So they would just be in stores. And that's how I found the Bottega Veneta bag in Romania a couple of years ago. And I thought I, thought I was about to faint when I saw it. So yeah, still today, um, at today, it's still my best catch in a vintage store actually, because it was also quite cheap. Anyways, fast forwarding to today, I am still digging. I'm digging in a virtual way by shopping online on different platforms. I'm digging physically in vintage stores, flea markets, um, whatever type of store that sells secondhand. And I'm very passionate about it still because it also has an emotional connection. Like the, the activity itself, it just creates um, pleasant memory in my mind. Like, and also just like an overall joyous feeling. That's why I'm also always quite, I find it a relaxing activity and that's why I kind of do it a lot. I often find stuff just to find stuff. <laughs> not even to buy uh, because I wouldn't necessarily need or want to own it. But I kind of have this challenge with myself to find the best deal. So after being in this bubble for so long, and especially by living in Berlin, I realized that the biggest fashion archive available to literally every single person who is interested in, it's actually the vintage scene in your city, in Paris, especially, of course, Milan as well, Berlin as well, to be honest. Uh, but just in general, I feel like it's such a big fashion catalog of things that have been created um, already that you can take inspiration for how to style or like what to wear today or what to create today if you're a designer, if you're someone who works in fashion and if you're someone who wants to consume fashion or work in the fashion industry. Talking to a couple of friends uh, that have vintage stores, own vintage stores in Berlin, they told me that 
often designers uh, go to these stores to take inspiration for their new collections. And it's known to everyone that even Marzella, when he was designing or thinking of designing a collection, looking for inspiration, he would go to flea markets and shop uh, 50 cents uh, clothes <laughs> just to like study them and see and like take inspiration from them. So this is not something, um, it's not something new, but I think it's a realization that I've done recently and that people are still doing it. And even someone who's not, not necessarily um, you know, someone who's like a big designer is just someone who maybe wants to start a brand or wants to write about fashion. They're still using this. And then I came to another re realization, like vintage stores and vintage store owners are the real trendsetters in fashion because the selection that they decide to showcase in their stores and their boutiques it's actually what designers will take inspiration from. It's actually what us will, we will take inspiration from to talk and to wear. So it's fascinating to me. It's kind of hard to find your own vintage slash secondhand style. I mean, it's normal that it also changes and develops in different ways, but it can mean so many things. Secondhand literally means anything and everything. So I took this as a personal challenge to find some stores that would really represent my own personal taste. So I have my go-tos in Berlin whenever I need something. Like if I know I need a coat uh, because winter is coming, I know exactly the store that would satisfy my need and my will represent my style. And it took me quite a lot because first it took me forever to understand my style. And also Berlin has such a huge range of secondhand shops and shopping in general the i feel we have really the best <laughs> boutiques of archive fashion 90s fashion 2000s fashion right now in berlin selections are insane prices are obviously also insane so i do believe a fair price point for a second hand used item should be there and some vintage stores in berlin really don't respect that this type of benchmark but i found this store uh, last year that i completely fell in love with it took me a while to understand that that this store this specific store was kind of representing my personal style and it was a real fit because the clothes were quite weird so the first feeling that i got when i walked into it it was like okay, this is, it's different. Mm, it's, it's okay. Like it's not, uh, amazingly special, but then I realized it does not have to be incredibly special. It can just be something that I personally like. So just by, uh, spending a couple of minutes in and like digging, looking at the clothes, trying, trying on the pieces, because you could see something that maybe doesn't have a specific, uh, like you don't have a specific strong attraction to it. You try it on and then it's like, wow, it's a match. It's the perfect fit. Uh, and that happens for me with vintage quite often. And then you see a piece that it's groundbreaking, never seen before, unique, and you try it on and it's just doesn't resonate to you. And then I realized, okay, I finally found something special. I finally found something that it's like, my personal taste. So now this store is my go-to. It's called Visura and the store has two different locations. If you follow me on my socials, I've talked about the store so many times. 
I just want to mention it here as well because it's just I think if you know me like if you follow me and you understand my style and you walk into the store you will know what I mean it's just super special but at the same time kind of toned down a couple of infos about the store it has two different locations in two different areas of Berlin one is a visual light and it's kind of like the youngish version of it think of like Armani right the brand and then Armani jeans so this is the jeans version of <laughs> the visual store it's more toned down it's more youngish it's more fresh then the second one is visura and it's bigger first second it's more designer oriented like a little bit more avant-garde and archive pieces you would find like a jacket from Margiela from early 2000s for example so that type of um, selection right the price is obviously completely different from Visura Light it has a higher price point but it kind of reflects um, the luxury of it The interesting thing is that I've been living in Berlin and shopping secondhand in Berlin for seven years and I thought I knew everything. I was just walking down the street and I saw this uh, store window and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of intrigued, what is this? And then I realized it's actually a vintage store. I'm like, oh, wow, that's new. And I walked in talking with the owners and the owners just said that they were there for like 10 years. And it's, yeah, it's uh, insane that I, I didn't know about the store before. It was not on my radar, but now it is. And that's where I usually go shopping physically, offline. There are some other uh, good stores worth uh, mentioning, of course, in Berlin. We have Home Full of Clothes. If you are from Berlin, you've definitely walked into the store before. We have Final Layer, which is another avant-garde uh, designer type of um, vibe. Super interesting, worth checking out. Price range quite high, though. But I think because I am not really a shopaholic, I, I like to plan my shopping in advance. Like I have budgets, like I, I make budgets like monthly, yearly. I make wish lists. I know the type of styles that I want to buy, the type of pieces that I need and I want to invest in. Uh, so everything is quite planned in advance. If I'm not a planner, I'm like a super chaotic person, but this is something that I really plan. <laughs> just because I don't want to spend money and time in shopping things that it won't just be long lasting for me. I do shop and resell a lot. So that's also kind of like my way to deal with um, a more unorganized and unplanned shopping that I'm doing, which it does happen. If there's a sample sale uh, happening in Berlin, I would definitely go. If I find something interesting, I would buy. And then maybe I, I would realize in a couple of weeks or months, okay, this is not really matching my personal taste anymore. So I would resell it. So I do that as well. But in general, because I like to be a planner when it comes to this online, on different platforms, Bestial, Vinted, and others like Match and Flomart we have in Germany. Probably your city and country has different ones. Depop is something that I used in Italy a lot, but in Germany it's not really, um, yeah, it's just not really offering anything interesting, to be honest. It's funny because Vinted in Germany is super different than the rest of Europe. So we can shop in Germany on Vinted from German sellers. So it's only for Germany. You would not be able to see what other sellers 
in the rest of Europe are actually selling. So if you're looking for a specific item, let's say you're looking for a Rick Owens uh, leather jacket, if you type Rick Owens leather jacket on Vinted, you would only find sellers selling a Rick Owens leather jacket in Germany. Obviously for those living in Germany like me, this is very limiting because I am not able to shop like to have options, like I just don't have options, let alone that Germany does not have a fashion history, it does not have a deep fashion culture. It's not like Italy or France where not only older people that are now, you know, selling their clothes, for example, they were shopping and consuming fashion like in the 90s, in 2000s, but also there are production houses that produce for different brands. They actually produce fashion. So there's so much more availability in terms of clothing because there's so much capacity. It's obviously also the price range that goes lower. So basically in Germany, we don't have so much capacity, diversity, as well as the prices are higher. And it's very hard to shop on Vinted. Vestiaire is still a good option for designer pieces, but nothing beats flea markets in Berlin. We have the best flea markets. We have the best people selling at flea markets. And that's where the treasure hides. I could talk about this topic for hours, but I'm going to stop right here before I'm losing you completely. Thank you for tuning in today. And I'm going to wait for your feedback on my Instagram, TikTok. Feel free to slide into my DMs and open the conversation. 